Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The best part is that I actually, in the this conversation in which I so desperately trying to get his attention and get him to stop talking about how the earth is flat and the sun and the moon are the same size that I was calling him sir. In the heat of the moment, I was still calling him sir. That's the funniest part to me. (laughs) It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. We are in the hump show. In fact, dead center of the work week right now. And so I look forward to hearing from you, your questions for Ask Amy Anything just over a half hour away. You can send them to Twitter, After Hours CBS, or to our Facebook page. You're looking for the bright orange box there. And Producer Jay is always looking for creative and uh, brand new questions, I think. Because a lot of times we get repeats, which is understandable. There seem to be FQAs, frequently asked, oh, <laughs> oh dear, FAQ. I knew that didn't sound right when I said it. FAQs, free. <laughs> It works either way. There goes the perfect show. Frequently questions asked. Frequent questions asked. Oh, see, there we go. Uh, FAQs. I actually did a blog post once. I I need to share it again. It was a few years ago, uh, going back to when uh, it was producer Tom and Isaac who were behind the double paint glass. But I did a blog post about frequently asked questions. And there's about, I don't know, eight or nine of them that I get all the time, (laughs) which is good because it means that there are new people who are finding me on social, who are tuning into the show and who are curious. I would ask producer Jay if he knows what they are, but I don't want to put him on the spot. But (laughs) some of the questions that we get all the time, I wonder if he sees them too. Like my sleep schedule. I'll just tell you that's one of them. People are fascinated with my sleep schedule. I'll tell you, the one that I see the most is, who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? Like, everyone wants to know who you who you think is going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, the answer is, I don't know who's going to win the Super Bowl. And I don't think about who's going to win the Super Bowl. I'm going to wait until it actually gets here. I know it's taking place in Glendale, Arizona. And I know we are going to be on site for the first time in three years. We'll see after hours on the road at the Super Bowl. Can't wait for that. In fact, already have booked the outbound plane ticket I have not yet booked the return ticket. Not sure uh, what our plans are yet, but I've got an uncle and an aunt, actually an uncle and two aunts, the same uncle and two aunts that I went to Alaska with on a cruise. They all live in Arizona, couple in the Phoenix area, and then my aunt from Tucson is coming up. And so definitely going to stay the weekend leading into the Super Bowl and just have to figure out what the return plans are. Uh, That is literally our biggest show of the entire year is Super Bowl Sunday night. And it's always been a privilege since we started the network here to be on the air the night of the Super Bowl. And so we will be there. Otherwise, no idea about the Super Bowl ever. Sometimes even when we're in the middle of the game, I still don't know who's going to win the Super Bowl. (laughs) So you probably don't need to send that question because the answer is going to remain the same. But yes, frequently asked questions. I got to go back and find that blog post to share it with you. 
It's After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. We're live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. More from Roger Goodell coming up, not just his response about the Daniel Snyder investigation, which again, right now to me, feels like a bunch of dogs with a bone. It's the number one topic. Is it because there was a hearing on Capitol Hill? I mean, Dan Snyder has been testifying. I don't know if he's done. That's all been closed door. It's not been made public. Um, But he did finally agree to testify. Don't know if it's in person, though it would stand to reason since he's in the vicinity. Um, Or if it's over a Zoom call like Roger Goodell. But the fact that this is now all the rage in the NFL, it's the number one drama. It's the number one conflict. It's the number one controversy in the NFL. And yet other ones just get swept by the wayside and don't seem to matter. It's so hypocritical. Um, When essentially... Daniel Snyder and the allegations against him and the fact that at this point it's an independent investigation. There are no criminal charges filed. There have been lawsuits filed. Maybe not lawsuits. Maybe one lawsuit. I'd have to go back and look to see if there was more than one. But that sure sounds a lot like the Deshaun Watson situation. No criminal charges filed, though the authorities did look at his case. And remember the investigator in Houston believed that there was enough evidence to be able to file charges, but the authorities chose not to. The DA chose not to. A plethora of lawsuits. And he's serving his suspension and will soon be back on the field in December. In fact, he's already back in the Browns facilities. Even as a 26th civil lawsuit's been filed against him. Roger Goodell did speak about that, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at this point because they agreed to an 11-game suspension and a big fine, and he will be back playing football as long as he's healthy. Seems like people are over that. They're done. They're they're good. An 11-game suspension, well, that's fine. But for whatever reason, not going to let go this Daniel Snyder investigation. And and again, I don't believe that it should be let go, so to speak. I don't believe the NFL should be covering up for him or protecting him. Or anybody, really, who was in a situation where they were allowing this type of workplace misconduct and discrimination and harassment to, to continue and to run rampant. No one should be protected from facing the music. Daniel Snyder serving a year suspension. He was removed from day-to-day operations of the team. And they have made a lot of changes in the last two years. Ron Rivera defends them staunchly. It's not the same place. He gets very upset. Well, not upset. He gets very passionate about the fact that it's not the same place anymore and that he's been a part of the change, and that they've changed the culture there. Obviously, he has women on his staff. They've made some groundbreaking hires. He defends the workplace culture now. So I wonder, it certainly seemed like with Jim Irsay, this was more about the ESPN report than it was, that it is about the investigation into Snyder. Though, again, there's another one now that's, Apparently not being completed. So more from Roger Goodell 
in 12 minutes here on CBS Sports Radio. As I look up on the two TVs in my studio now, there's basketball on both of them. (laughs) Why is that? Well, because basketball is back. A doubleheader on Tuesday signifying the start of the NBA season. And yes, we got a couple of fun rivalries, fun matchups. I don't know how much of uh, rivalries they are at this moment when you consider Golden State and Los Angeles, but certainly two very high-profile organizations and obviously some superstars that the NBA was hoping would attract eyeballs to TNT. Beforehand, though, if you didn't see the photos, oh, my goodness, the Golden State Warriors rings and the ring ceremony, lots of bling, shiny, humongous. So fun, if you check out the Warriors Twitter, fun photos of the various players with their rings. I love the silhouette of Clay Thompson with his ring. Still has to be my favorite story coming out of their run to a sixth title. Sixth, sorry. A fourth title in seven years. Just the the return of Clay Thompson and his ability to be part of it and everything that he fought through to get back there on that court with his ring, uh, just it makes me so happy still. I'm going to keep it short and sweet, but we love you with all of our hearts. I mean, me and Wiseman were in here a summer ago just looking at this empty arena like, man, it could use a banner. And the vision came to fruition, and now we're here. And I just want to send a special shout-out to my mother. I know she's watching. She couldn't be here tonight, but I love you so much, Mom. Thanks for everything. Love you. This is a uh, very special night celebrating our fourth championship in eight years. From Game 6 of the 2019 Finals in Oakland to Game 6 of the 2022 Finals here at Chase Center, um, this was a long, long journey. And uh, it's such an amazing honor to be able to celebrate our fourth banner, seventh in franchise history here with y'all tonight. So thank y'all very much. Oh, see, I said four and seven. This is how the numbers all blend together. Yeah, it's fun to see them happy. I still say when the Warriors are good, it's fantastic for the NBA. And there are some new members, right? Because the core stayed together. We talked a lot about the core and Draymond Green, but Jordan Poole just got a big extension himself. Andrew Wiggins got one during the offseason. And so it's a bit of a new era with the Warriors, even though they've got some holdovers. It was amazing. You know, I've been excited all day. It was hard for me to sleep last night, you know, just, you know, thinking about today. Um, I have all my family here, you know, to be here and enjoy the moment with me. Um, So it's a dream come true. Andrew Wiggins, so instrumental in their postseason run from the spring and the summer. Not just his rebounding, but remember, he was assigned very often to uh, one of the best scorers on the other team. uh, And the way that he, at times, was able to generate offense himself And then Jordan Poole, what a revelation. Remember how he started the postseason because Steph couldn't play at that point and had, what, three games in which he was at 29 points or more. Um, And I know all the flap with Draymond and Jordan, and certainly the trust has to be rebuilt, and maybe there is some fallout there. But these guys are professionals. They want to win, and I really believe in their leadership. In Bob Myers as the GM, in Steve Kerr, who's very passionate and very committed as the coach. They trust him to be sure. And then the leadership of Steph Curry. And if you believe the reports, he was so critical in 
in getting the players back to the point where they're on the same page and they can move forward after what happened between Draymond and Jordan Poole. And I, and I did hear Jordan commenting after he got his big extension uh, that he's just so grateful and it's the dream come true and he loves being with the organization. And so I hope that having the common goal and also having other guys that they trust as leaders uh, will help them to move forward in, in this whole situation that played out over the past couple of weeks. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Yes, they did beat the Lakers, and at one point in the second half, we're up by 20. And so after Steph scored 33, they pulled him off the court, uh, not wanting him to be out there to log any more minutes. Uh, it was kind of fun, though, because while the majority of his shots, or at least half of his shots, come from outside the paint, and he was, I think, 4 of 13 from beyond the arc, but he shot 50% from the floor, uh, you know... Every point guard wants to be a power forward, and every power forward wants to be a point guard. <laughs> two for two preseason and tonight, but uh, I don't think Coach will call plays to put me in the post yet, so <laughs> I got to keep digging deep into the bag for different stuff. 33 minutes, 33 points. Also throw in seven assists and six rebounds for Steph Curry. And then good to see Anthony Davis out there on the court for 36 minutes looking healthy. Had 27 points himself and a, a bunch of steals and block shots. He's such a defensive force when he is healthy. And LeBron, 31 points, 14 rebounds, eight assists. Can you imagine he has been itching to get back out on the court after the Lakers missed the playoffs and had such an abysmal campaign in 21-22 uh, now 37 years old. Why do I feel like his birthday is late December? Uh, and so if that's the case, let me look really quick. Uh, it is actually. It's, I think his birthday is the same as Tiger Woods, which is why it sticks with me. His birthday is December 30th. So it's literally uh, the second to last day of the year. Same day as Tiger Woods. So LeBron will be 38 before the season is even, well, before we get to the, you know, the, third month of the season through the third month of the season. He'll be 38 years old, but like a Tom Brady takes very good care of his physical body and his mentals. Take care of y'all mentals. 855-212-4227. Scott is in Rochester, Michigan. Welcome to after hours. Hey, how you doing today? I'm or tonight. Good, thanks. I'm good. Thank you. Uh, yeah. About this whole thing. I, I find it odd that Jim Ursay came out to say just because of his checkered pass. Is it possible he didn't check with the NFL before coming out and talking? Oh, he definitely did not. Even though Roger Goodell wouldn't say he was surprised by Jim Ursay's comments, multiple other owners were quoted as saying that Ursay took caught them off guard and that they had no idea that he was going to say anything and that they were told essentially the investigation's not done and so you can't really be commenting because we don't we don't even have the results. Um, some of the owners yeah. even said we've we've not been given an update and to that end Roger Goodell said well we don't have an update we we haven't seen any of the investigation it's independent we're not part of it so yeah there were other owners that commented that or say essentially was out of line or was at the very least speaking of his own accord, this wasn't something that uh, they were all on board with. No, I, and I totally understand that. He'd be one of the last guys in the NFL that I want talking on behalf of the But on top of that, uh, did uh, John Gruden get fired for, for what they found during the dance Netter investigation? And are they worried those 650,000 emails perhaps is what he's talking about, and that could get many of them in trouble. Is that a serious thing? Well, j just to clarify, um, technically, 
Gruden, uh, Gruden resigned. He didn't get fired. But oh. I, but it was because of the pressure with the emails. And yes, he actually, he's filed a lawsuit. I'm not sure what the status of it is, but he's suing, I think, the NFL for the fact that only his emails were leaked <clears throat> and the fact that there was a leak from the league office in their own internal investigation, so separate from the one that's going on now. And remember, there have been calls for those emails to be unveiled, and there are hundreds of thousands of them, and for some right. reason, only the ones that Gruden wrote were ever shared, not the ones that were written by others inside the commander's front office. Now, not everybody that wrote those emails is still with the commanders. There's been a lot of turnover. I don't know if that's what he's referring to, but obviously he would have access to them. Exactly. And uh, just one more thing. Uh, you know, we just recently went through that horrible incident with Tua. And John Dan, uh, which I'm just speculating, by the way, I don't have any insight, but uh, they came out and they automatically said, that it was an independent doctor uh, that uh, did all this. And then we only find out maybe a week later that that's absolutely false. Only the team physician can make a final decision on any player. The independent doctor can input the decision or contribute, but he has no say on any player or on any decision. So do you think that he could be threatening with that as well? I'm sorry, say that last part again. Do you think that he has that information? Because where I found this out was Chris Canty basically read the NFL handbook, and they <laughs> called the independent doctors have the ability to check out the players. But only the team physician can make the decision on, you know, if he has a concussion or not. Right. No, I got that part. Uh, right. The independent doctors, the spotters, they're allowed to Sig- they're allowed to signal that a player has to come off the field. In fact, that's what happened with Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, they weren't going to pull him off the field. He said he was fine. He didn't, you know, he didn't have any problems, but, it, and there was an independent spotter who indicated that he saw him wobble and then he got put into concussion protocol, even though he never had any symptoms. Uh, according to Mike McDaniel, he was being treated like he was, uh, he was suffering from a concussion and that was because of the independent spotter, but only the team doctors, um, though they are assessed, you know, they are assessed by these independent physicians initially to go through concussion protocols. Ultimately, if they're put in protocol, then it becomes the call of the team doctors. Yeah, and my only question, I know it's a tough situation with the NFL for many different things. Money should be in one of them. Oh, and the I NFL think, does not have money problems, trust me. No, no, I'm just saying, like, you want, if you want to look for the most conspiratorial way, people would often say something like, they don't care about the players, and I don't believe that. I don't either. Way. And they're just going to go out there and play. But my question is, most of the public really thought that the independent doctor was the decision maker. And then we only come find out that's not the case. Don't you think the public is, feels like misled by that? And I'm just wondering, do you think all the owners would have information, including Dan Snyder, to leak even more garbage about the NFL on that? No, I don't, I don't think there's any conspiracy there. Uh, I think all of the owners are in the same place when it comes to that. Uh, they obviously want their best players on the field, uh, but for for their, I don't think they have input when it comes to whether or not a guy is cleared through concussion protocols. Uh, there'd be too many people in that chain of command and too many people who would know about it that it would never leak. Uh, secrets are not very well kept these days when it comes to stuff like that. Um, I so, hear you. I so hear the, you. And then one last the, thing. It, hold on. You hold on. Hold on. No, I'm, I'm not done talking. Uh, the independent doctor in that Tua situation was fired, actually. He was let go, even though ultimately the investigation that 
that was, you know, the joint between the NFLPA and the NFL indicated there was nothing done wrong. They don't actually know, according to their investigation, how Tua got cleared, or maybe he didn't have a concussion or didn't show up until a little bit later on. But the independent doctor who didn't pull him off the field after he was wobbly, um, or I guess the independent doctor who allowed him to go back on the field, that guy got fired. But also, couldn't the team physician also pull him off if he saw him wobbly? Well, he did get pulled off. He just got cleared and put back on. Um, so he got cleared, but if he got cleared by the independent doctor, doesn't that mean that the team physician had to agree with the independent doctor? Yeah, and and they uh, the investigation ultimately determined that no one did anything wrong, that they, he did not test for a concussion at that point. Um, he told them he had a back problem, and so he was allowed to go back on because he cleared all the protocols. So now they've got a new a new like rule in place where if a player is wobbly, he's automatically out for the rest of the game. Because according to their investigation, nobody did anything wrong. There, were, no one broke protocols. No one screwed up. Um, I mean, that is funny because I totally agree with that. Because okay. there's no reason to to do something wrong in that situation. That the NFL will. The NFL would lose too much if they did something shady. The league has nothing to do with it at this point. Yeah, these are independent doctors. The league is not uh, is not in there testing with concussion protocols. So. Well, do you really think? And then I'll let you go. I know you're busy. Uh, You'll let the, me go. Uh, okay. Do you think Dan Snyder is threatening with the goods, or do you think he really does have the goods? And a lot of these owners are shaking in their boots. I have no idea. I mean, that, that would be pure speculation on my part. I'm sure that there is dirt on all of them. It's like any human being. And these guys are very high profile, and they've been in place a long time. I mean, most human beings have skeletons in their closet, like politicians, right, who get outed. I mean, it's just, it's, it's life. And so I'm sure that they all have things that they would prefer not to come out. Uh, but I don't know whether, whether the report is true. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, Amy, I won't hold you any longer. you got a great show, and uh, I'll probably call you again tomorrow and I have more questions. Uh, okay. Thanks, Scott. Good to talk to you. All right, so that kind of derailed a little bit, uh, so we're running behind now. But I do want you to hear more from Roger Goodell coming up because he did talk about roughing the passer, um, and we had just talked about it with Kurt Warner on our show last night. By the way, love, love, love the reaction to our conversation with Kurt. Second time we've ever had the Hall of Famer on the show, and it was nerdy football stuff uh, in many ways. But he did answer the question about roughing the passer, as did Roger Goodell at the owners' meetings in New York on Tuesday. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Brady working from the gun. Brady retreats. Looking, looking. Here comes Grady Jarrett. You shall not pass. Surely they didn't call slinging him down. This will be a horrendous call. This is going to be a horrendous call. They're going to call Grady Jarrett for slinging down Brady on this sack. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. It wasn't the only controversial roughing the passer call of week number five, but it certainly did draw the ire of many fans and players and former players who couldn't believe that Grady Jarrett on a third down in which he seemingly executed the perfect takedown of Tom Brady was then charged with roughing the passer, allowing the Buccaneers drive to continue. And at that point, the Falcons had great momentum on offense, so uh, they were still trailing by six points and eventually lost 21-15. to 15. The call's there on the Atlanta Falcons radio network. It's after hours with – I'm sorry, yes? Yes, Atlanta Falcons radio, West Durham. West Durham, Atlanta Falcons Radio. Uh, and so the the call there was then followed up by the Chris Jones penalty that was thrown, was that Monday Night Football with the Chiefs and the Raiders? And so it became a major topic of conversation right after the Tua Tangavaloa hit. Um, and, and that was not actually a hit that was flagged. We move forward into week number six. There are a couple of other head scratching, roughing the passer calls. And though the commissioner swears that there was no emphasis that was put on having officials crack down or or throw more flags for roughing the passer, protecting quarterbacks even more, sure does seem that way to a lot of people who are watching football. At the very least, it's been inconsistent. So that's one of the questions that was posed to the commissioner on Tuesday at the NFL owners meetings in New York. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. We've had less calls than we've had in the past. Um, there have been there's been no change to that rule. Um, you know, we obviously as in any officiating uh, officials make calls that we would rather not have be called or <laughs> we'd have calls that we prefer that they do make. We make that clear to the officials and make it clear to our coaches, but uh, we're, we're not backing off of protecting players that are in a defenseless position or an exposed position uh, that could lead to injury, and we'll take those techniques out of the game. 
In other words, he doesn't agree with all the calls either, um, but it is subjective. It is a judgment call, and while they do grade all of their officials, not sure if you know this, but every single official, whether referee, white hat, or any of the various judges and officials and umpires wearing black hats, uh, they're all judged on every play of every NFL game, and they get grades, and they have the right to appeal. This is all according to Gene Steratore. He's told me all about the process. Um, and so they do hear from the league if the league doesn't like the calls that are made and if the league feels like they screwed up. But it's still very inconsistent right now, and and that is what always gets people frustrated is you don't know from game to game or week to week. When we spoke to Kurt Warner on the show last night, uh, I took the opportunity to ask him as a quarterback, how would he define roughing the passer or how should it be defined? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's really, really hard. I mean, you know, I give our officials so much credit to see all the things that they see at the speed of the game and to get so many things right um, that, you know, the, the roughing the passer becomes a really, really hard one because, you know, you're looking at so many different things, and we've got rules in place to protect the quarterback, and I think we all understand why, because it's a quarterback-driven league, and we want those guys out there. We want our best players out there. But it's really hard to see. Like, we had one tonight. Um, I'm not sure who it was that, that got called for it, but um, as he was rushing, he got hit from the side by an offensive lineman that was knocking him to the ground as he was trying to tackle the quarterback and ends up hitting Russell Wilson, you know, semi low. And as soon as they see a quarterback get hit low, the flag comes out. Right. Um, you know, the, the Grady Jarrett hit on, on Tom Brady, um, you know, after what happened with Tua, I remember watching that play the first time. And I thought I saw that, you know, that, that the speed of the swing by Jarrett as he was taking him down. And I'm like, okay, this is a penalty. Just it's coming. And then, you know, Jarrett seemed to kind of like let up at the end and kind of lay Tom Brady down on the <laughs> turf without without throwing him down like I thought he was going to. So I thought the same thing in the moment, like this is a penalty. He's swinging him down. We just saw what happened to Tua. They're throwing the flag here. And then the end of it happened, and then I thought, well, well, hold on, stop. Don't throw the penalty because I don't think it was that bad when it was all said and done. And so we're asking an official to see all of that where I'm sure he saw the swing – and everything went through his mind, and that flag was coming out and didn't really have a chance to kind of take it all in and go, well, should that really have been a penalty or not? And I, I think, you know, the Chris Jones thing, very similar. Maybe didn't see the ball coming out and didn't see all of that aspect and just saw the full body weight fall on Derek Carr, and that's by the letter of the law. It's a penalty. So I think we're trying to get it right. I, I think it's going to be hard to get it right with the rules and, and – and I don't really know what the answer is. I mean, I, I would love for them to review it mm. and to have somebody really look at it and go, should that or should that not be a penalty here? But I, I, don't, I don't really get the sense that we're even thinking about or considering that. So now we're going to be subject to the speed of the game and all the things that are happening and the letter of the law. And I think we're going to have a lot more roughing the, the passer penalties that we're all going to sit back and go, that's, that's just a football play. Um, but all in the vein of trying to do the right thing and protect that position, which I think every one of us completely understands. 
Kurt Warner, Hall of Fame quarterback who joined us on the show last night. It was super cool to be able to have him back on After Hours. And I like what he had to say. And it's hard to know a specific answer. You understand wanting to protect the quarterback, but there needs to be some stipulations in place and some guidelines in place. And he does believe the officials are doing a good job. And generally they are. They grade out really well. I mean, uh, according to the league, according to their grades, they get it right 95% of the time. We're so obsessed with the details when it comes to the NFL and uh, you know how social media is. It's always the negative that seems to draw the attention. Okay, you have a couple of minutes left to send your questions for Ask Amy Anything on our show Twitter, After Hours CBS, or on our Facebook page. Glad to have you. Producer Jay is still searching, still looking. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois still watching for some unique questions to pop up in these next couple minutes you are listening to the after hours podcast this is after hours with amy lawrence time to ask amy anything sort of before we get to your questions did you guys hear about dustin hopkins If he doesn't earn the respect of his Chargers teammates, especially the gangster quarterback after this, well, then I don't know what will. They're just not paying attention. The guy tweaks his hamstring, strains his hamstring in the second quarter of Monday Night Football. He's in obvious pain as he kicks four more field goals because the Los Angeles offense completely stalls, as did the Broncos. He even kicks the game winner in OT. And now come to find out he's going to be on the shelf for potentially up to a month. You want to talk about sacrificing life and limb so your team gets a win. Uh, and the Chargers desperately need those wins, right? The ones that go down to the wire. Man, 
uh, we asked Kurt Warner about respecting the kicker, and he said, yeah, when they're, when they're kicking injured, we tend to give them props, but those guys are always strange anyway. Okay. Dustin Hopkins, he laid it all out there Gangster. for the Chargers. <laughs> so, yeah, you want to talk about earning the respect of his teammates. If you missed that conversation with Kurt, we saw lots of traffic to our podcast. It's there after hours. AmyLawrence.com, and I did post the link on both Twitter and Facebook. So cool to have him back on the show. Anything that he might say is probably way awesomer than what I'm going to say here and ask Amy anything, but we do it every hump show here on CBS Sports Radio. I doubt that. Let's hop into it. <laughs> okay. So we get a lot of questions all the time about what was your first radio job or how did you first get into radio? And I don't think I've ever saw this one. Sean wants to know, what was your first ever job? Cleaning, actually. I did a lot of cleaning jobs when I was a kid, but my first ever job was, I was 12 years old. We had a hairdresser who attended our church and he needed someone to clean every Saturday for about four hours after he closed his salon. So my mom would drive me over to his salon. Uh, he left a key or he gave me a key. Uh, I would go inside the door. I would lock it behind me. That was the deal. I was not allowed to, and nobody else was allowed to be in there. The door had to be locked while I was there. My mom would leave me there for four hours. I would clean the, the chairs, the mirrors. I would clean the counters. I would clean the floor. I would clean the bathroom. She would come get me after four hours, and I had to be ready to go. But it was my first taste of work. And as I say, I had a bunch of cleaning jobs when I was younger. My very first one, 12 years old, every Saturday, four hours, cleaning a beauty salon. That sounds like a pretty good first job. Yeah, I was allowed to use the radio system nice. over the yeah. So they he had a radio that used to pump into the speakers in the salon, and I was allowed to put on the radio to whatever music I wanted. It was like the best thing for four hours. I could play my music over the radio. It wasn't even work. Uh, no, well, I mean, it was work. I was cleaning <laughs> bathrooms for heaven's sake. Well, Michael wants to know now a little follow up to that one. How old were you when you knew you wanted to do sports radio? I was a junior in high school, 16 years old, although it wasn't sports talk radio. Can I just tell you the truth? I had no idea sports talk radio existed at 16 years old. I just love listening to games on the radio, and I fell in love with play-by-play, -play, so I started telling everyone in the world I was going to be the first female radio play-by-play -play announcer in the NBA, uh, and that was what dragged me into radio and I really am a radio junkie still I would say this I love radio now more than I love sports which may sound sacrilegious but that is the truth I love the art of radio more than I actually love sports radio and so I could do any kind of radio but initially I was 16 years old when I was bit by the bug one more here in the work department Paul asks do you ever stay in touch or do you stay in touch with any of your former producers sure uh, every now and then, so we don't cross paths a lot because of our hours. Uh, producer Tom is now with the Jim Rome Show in Los Angeles, so he is relocated. But every now and then, uh, we exchange texts. And the other Tom <laughs> is still working here, but in the daytime. So when I was filling in for Maggie and Perloff, I saw him, which was great to catch up with him. Uh, let's see. Anthony doesn't come into the office much, but Anthony and I still keep in touch every now and then email text message. Isaac, I see on social media, uh, so I don't talk to him a lot, but I see him on social media. Uh, Chris is in Atlanta, so I haven't spoken to producer Chris. And producer Dave now is at my former place of business. Um, so he took another job and left for a different network. So yeah, we'll see him on social media or occasional text messages. 
So we all know that you teach kiddos Sunday mornings at church. I do. Fourth and fifth graders now. Wait, can I tell you a really sweet story really quickly? I swear this is just a a really tiny thing, but it meant so much to me. There is one little girl in my class whose name is Mona. Super shy. And so she just started coming to our Sunday school classes. And her first time uh, with the fourth and fifth graders, we're meeting in a gym now. And it's, it's fun. They've got all these like inflatables. They can run around. There's an obstacle course. She was sitting over in the chairs by herself. She's homeschooled, and so I think that makes her feel a little awkward. And I was trying to encourage her to go play with the other girls, to run around. She really didn't want to, but at least I I sat there and talked to her about school for a little bit. Her mom said to me she's been miserable. She wanted to go back to her other church because she feels so out of place. Uh, Anyway, now two more weeks in. She's running around. She's playing. She's jumping up and down. She's talking. Actually, I heard her voice. Uh, Like the other girls heard her voice. She answered a question in a group activity. And and so I went to tell her mom on Sunday how proud I am of her, that she's coming out of her shell, that she's participating. Her mom said, I'm so happy. She almost started crying. She said, Mona told me recently she made a new friend named Amy. Look at that. Oh, my gosh. I almost started bawling. This little fourth grade girl told her mom she made a new friend named Amy. Sounds like a children's book. Oh, my gosh. I can't even tell you why that means so much to me. I tried so hard to get this little girl to come out of her shell, and apparently I'm her new friend. No, that is actually really awesome. Oh my gosh, I almost cried. I mean, answering questions in front of the group like that, you can oh, tell she's cool. that's so a big step. That's cool. So proud of her. So proud of her. Anyway, done. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that was a great story. Good for you. That's, that's awesome. Uh, well, Matt wants to know, what is your favorite parable to teach your kiddos at Sunday school? Oh, gosh, my favorite one. It's funny because I just was talking to them about this recently. There's a parable in the Bible where these friends, uh, they carry their, so they're lame, their their friend is is lame. He's He needs healing. And they carry him. They can't get into the house where Jesus is teaching because there's too many people. There's like people not just crammed inside the house, but like standing outside the house. They literally climb up on the roof with their friend on his mat. They dig a hole through the roof. So clearly not the type of roofs we have now is clay. So they dig a hole through the roof. They lower their friend down in the middle of this house just so they can get him in front of Jesus to be healed. I love that parable because the friends are relentless. I want to be that kind of friend. If my if my buddy needs to be lowered through the roof of a house, I'm there. I'm your girl. So yes, I actually do love that story because these friends were relentless. Would you do that? Absolutely. If I'm one in. of your friends needed healing, would you literally lift him up onto a roof, dig a hole through a roof, and lower him down? Ten-story skyscraper. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you would fall off. Anyway, I do yeah. I do love that parable because it's it's about friendship, it's about love, it's about it's just about a lot of things, but that's a good one. Speaking of friendship, Kenny wants to know what's up with our friend Matt the Musher. Do we know <gasps> if he's competing again in the Iditarod this year? So the last I talked to Matt the Musher, and I do see him on Facebook, but he also sends me texts every now and then. I know he still listens to the show. He hadn't officially decided, but he's also getting an itch. He spends time with the dogs whenever he can. So I If I had to guess or wager, I would say he's probably going to do it again, leaning toward it. The last I knew, actually, he was in Detroit visiting his dad. And so he's he's taken some time this summer. Um, I I think he does want to do it again. It's 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 about getting sponsors and getting the support. But that seemed to work out well last year. So and continuing on with dogs and Matt the Musher and that theme. More Matt the Musher questions. Well, no, but Neil wants to know how are your pets doing? Penny and sugar. 
Oh, for heaven's sakes, Penny is half deaf, so now when we go outside, if I don't have her on a leash, she either can't hear me or she refuses to listen and pretends like she can't hear me. <laughs> the dog is just, she's in her own world, um, but she is a trooper. She continues to, to climb up and down the stairs. She's three weeks away from 13 and doing well with the insulin uh, and doing well with her other meds and just happy as a clam still to see me. Um, just ignores me. I'm pretty sure she's milking it. I think she's ignoring me. I don't. But the crazy thing is I'll be outside at night to let her out. Penny, Penny, Penny. And I have to start yelling in this quiet neighborhood because the dog will not turn around or either that or she literally can't hear me. I mean, it's embarrassing. People probably think I'm the meanest pet owner ever. Well, didn't she try to run away from you the other day? Oh, yeah, she did. She knew that I was coming for her. She was in a yard where she wasn't supposed to be. And I went to get her. Penny! Penny! And what does she do? She, like, creeps around the other side of the truck and and put the truck in between me and her. She is too smart for her own good. Uh, Sugar's a pain in the butt, but thank you for asking. (laughs) We'll close here with a little rapid fire. Broccoli or squash? Oh, I love them both, but I'll say squash. On the grill, actually. Clarinet or tuba? <laughs> I'll say clarinet. Tuba's heavy. <laughs> explore space or explore the ocean? Explore the ocean. Really? Just like that? Yeah, I don't want to go to space. I'm good. Do you oh. know it has all kinds of uh, like long-lasting physical effects on you? Does it? When you go to space, yeah. When you live in zero gravity for like a long period of time, it apparently messes with your body. We're not meant to live in space, just so <laughs> you know. Dome stadiums or open air? Open air all the time. Snow, as a matter of fact. Be bilingual or be ambidextrous? Eh, I don't want to be ambidextrous. I do enjoy being able to speak Spanish. I just wish I could understand uh, many of my Cuban friends. They talk so fast. And can you slow down, slow down. Anyway, uh, I do enjoy being able to communicate a different language. When I was in high school and college, my coaches made me learn how to shoot with my left hand hook shots and layups. So at least I can do that. But yeah, eh. the left hand is I text with it. So I really? am ambidextrous. Yes, I text with my left hand. It's after hours thing. with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. OK, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.